Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new week. If you're still keeping track of the days, the 30th of March, second last day of the month, I would think tonight most people get paid, which is good if you're on that 15th and end of the month type of deal. Yeah. How how are you? Good, good. I, um, you know, had a chill weekend as I think most people did. I got the chance to do a lot of um, like Snapchat and video calling with friends, which has been nice to at least connect that way. That's been good. I, I made the choice to stay in this weekend. Good. Normally, I might go out and hit a bar or something like that. Nope. <laughs> Tonight, you chose that? Right, right, yep. right. I chose this weekend to stay in. If they were open, I would have stayed home. Good, good. What's going to happen when all this is over? Are we going to go out and have a party, like burn the world down kind of party, when people have been cooped up inside for weeks on end? I don't or know. is it just going to be more like this? I would like to think, Scott, that if anything, we will come out of this a lot more grateful than we were going in on a couple of different levels. I feel like people will really be uh, much more um, friendly with other people, maybe in general, but even the current relationships that they have, they might continue to build them stronger. Maybe they realize they took for granted some of the relationships they've had and seeing people on on a daily basis. I mean, I think for a lot of people, I hope for a lot of people that there'll be some positives that come out of this. I really do. I also, I mean, we were talking a little bit about this this morning on our show too, is that what will happen in terms of workplaces when this all goes back to normal? I'd imagine there's a lot of places right now whose work workers are working from home, as most are, and realizing, hey guys, this isn't the end of the world. Our people can work from home. We're doing good things for the environment this way. We're still able to connect. We've given them everything they need to be able to connect. Why don't we do this on a more regular basis? Maybe it would be better for their home life, making them happier people at the end of the day. Again, the environmental impact is huge. And the cost savings, actually. I talked to somebody, one of my girlfriends, uh, this weekend, who's working from home. And she had and has, I should say, has one of these bosses that was always afraid, like, oh, I don't know, just come into the office. For some reason, people need to be able to see their employees sometimes to know things are getting done. And I get that. No, and and you know what I mean? But I get that when you're running a business, it's not that maybe you don't trust them. I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're just running this business and they want to make sure that they at least keep an eye on things. And she said she's been doing this now for two and a half weeks. They were pretty quick to get on the ball because they didn't want anyone to get sick. And she said that just on Thursday or Friday, her boss spoke to her and said, okay, I know you've been pushing for this for a long time in terms of why can't we do this twice a week? It makes more sense because we can get a smaller office size and actually save the company money. So now they're considering doing just that, which makes sense. Hey, we can move this company to a smaller office, have rotating staff going forward, right? It saves them money. Again, it's better for the environment. I think it makes the workers happier people too, You know, obviously there's a pandemic happening, so it's not like stress levels are low by any means. But if, let's say, we go back to normal, people stay healthy, why don't we do this? It makes sense to me. It makes sense. We we know we have an environmental issue on our hands right now. Yes, there are conspiracy theorists that think this was spread on purpose. 
because of this. I don't know if you've read any of those. Oh, I've seen Have all you? the conspiracy yeah, yeah, theories. Yeah. So one some people of them, are ridiculous. Sure, of course. And one of them is just that is that this was this started and and if you'll notice, they like to argue. Uh, if you look at the maps, the the countries that are the hardest hit are the ones who are making the worst impact to our environment. And it's notably not hitting other countries that have a lot of people, but don't do as bad things for the environment, blah, 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 blah. So believe what you will. But I really do think that out of all this, after all is said and done, companies are realizing it's not the end of the world to keep some employees home, maybe at least half of the time or whatever works for their company. Some people need to have the people people contact and that's fine too. I was going to say, I think there's a lot of people who have taken the last two weeks to realize eh, working from home isn't all it's cracked up to be. Sure. I actually enjoy rolling through the drive through every morning and seeing those yeah. people when I get to work and having people around in case I have a question or whatever the case may be. Or I just hate appearing on video chats. There's a lot of people who sure. have found the exact opposite, but I don't think it's going to be over for a while. President Trump yesterday extended the social distancing guidelines, which are mainly voluntary down in the States, until May at the earliest, this is the same guy who said initially he wanted to have the churches packed on Easter. I feel like we get better <laughs> info from our medical officer of health. I feel like Dr. Teresa Tam knows what she's talking about. And when she says it's going to be weeks or months, it's not going to be anytime soon that we get out of this. I believe her. Maybe the Americans should start listening to Teresa Tam because it was never going to happen by Easter weekend. Never. Yeah. Even if they did what everybody wants to happen, every single poll I've seen, the vast majority of Canadians, and we don't agree on anything, but the vast majority of Canadians agree we should be totally locked down. Only truly essential services open. Everything should be shut down. Mandatory quarantine. And in America, it might come to that. But they're now saying May. And that's going to have a big impact. I mean, the NHL was still flirting with the idea of having the playoffs. The NBA had talked about, well, you know, we could go a little bit into July and still do the playoffs. No, you can't. If nothing can even get started until, say, the middle of May, and you can't just send those athletes right back out on the court, there would have to be somewhat of a, mm -hmm. a training camp. Mm -hmm. There's no way. I mean, the NBA season... The NHL season, they're going to have to scrap them, I think, based on what Trump said. Oh, I think uh, so, too. Today in Ontario, the education minister, Stephen Lecce, is supposed to make an announcement about the rest of the school year. Looks like he's going to axe the whole thing. Stay home for the rest yeah. of the year. I don't know, think anyone should be surprised by that. And you know what? It, it surprised me when my friends, a couple of friends of mine who are teachers, were surprised by me saying that. Like, oh, you guys are likely done for the year, so what is your plan? And they all went, I hope you're wrong. I'm like, well, I do too, man. I'm not hoping for this, but I'm giving you the reality of the situation. You're not going back to work this year. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's no. a fat chance in hell that they're going to all put a bunch of kids back in a room together, put a bunch of people back into school together willingly. They, no, they're not going to do it right now. They can't socially distance, and even after they lift some of the restrictions, we're still going to be socially distancing for a long time to come, as much as possible. Yeah. We, uh, it's just, it'll be a strong suggestion. But in schools, yeah. they have to enforce it, and they can't. When you have a 1,000 people in one building, it's too hard to do. I can't see them running the rest of the school year in class. It's going to have to get done online. Yeah.
Okay, I, I mean, I'm all right with that. I know some people aren't, and that's going to be very difficult when people start going back to work, but kids don't have a school to go mm-hmm. to. But I, I have to assume they've planned for that. Either way, I'm, I'm pretty confident they're going to cancel the rest of the school year. Yeah. And that leads to another question. I shared this article on my Facebook yesterday. It's from Brian Lilly, writer for the Toronto Sun, and he wrote about the unfairness of the measures that have been rolled out from the COVID economic relief benefit. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. The name has changed. In any case, he pointed out that if you um, if you're a bartender, well, you got laid off. If you work at any non-essential business, mm-hmm. you got laid off and you're going to have to live off of that $2,000 a month for four months. That's just the way it is. However, if you work in the public sector, i.e. you work for the government, they haven't laid anybody off yet. Everybody is still getting paid as they sit at home. Mm. And I know that some of them are working. There's teachers who are preparing for e-learning. There are principals and vice principals who are uh, working with the teachers and the school boards to facilitate it. There's a lot of, of members of the social service that are working. But there's a lot who aren't. And they're getting paid full pop. And since this article came out, it's amazing. I was reading through some of the comments. It's pretty remarkable that that had never occurred to people. Why hasn't the government laid anybody off? Right. And don't get me wrong. I don't want people to get laid off. In an ideal world, the government would say, because they had 10% up until Friday morning, they were going to subsidize 10% of your wages. I don't blame business owners for laying off employees because to try and cover 90% of your entire staff salary, that was crazy. However, 75%, if they'd announced this originally, I think more companies would have kept staff on. Maybe they would have eaten that extra 25%, let the government pay 75%. But unless they're going to pay 100%, there is a bit of a hypocrisy in the system. And he used the example of Service Ontario. Service Ontario employees made a choice for their health. They said, it's not safe for us to be here. All these people are coming in and and they're applying for EI. We don't want to be here because it's not safe. So they essentially, via the union, said, we're done, we're walking. Mm -hmm. So they've closed down all the service, sorry, Service Canada locations, not Service Ontario, Service Canada. They've closed all the Service Canada locations so people can't even go in in person anymore. Right. Now, if somebody did that in the private sector, they would apply to that COVID benefit and get the $2,000 a month. But these public servants are still getting full pay even though they walked. Yeah, and that's a hypocrisy. Sure, it's a great point to bring up and these are points that we do need to bring up to make sure it's it's fair as fair as possible. It's hard to say the word fair cuz this is a really unique abnormal situation that we're all dealing with, but there right. does have to be some level of fairness there, I think. Uh looking at let pick any industry really. Uh healthcare obviously it's all hands on deck. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the schools. If they're going to be doing everything through e-learning, Do we need those school librarians to be getting their full pay to sit at home or should they be part of a layoff list? There's a lot of admin staff that that greet you when you walk into City Hall. Should they be getting their full pay when they're not really doing what they're paid to do? I mean, these are questions that are going to start coming up and the government's going to have to have an answer for it. Why did... uh, regular people get laid off, but the public service gets full pay when they're not really doing their job.
in some cases. By the way, if I use bad examples, forgive me, but I'm sure you can come up with some good examples on your own. Anyway, it was a good article. It's on my Facebook, or you can search the Toronto Sun, Brian Lilly's article on the uh, inequity between public and private pay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I posted a thing on my Facebook yesterday. Some people thought it was great. Other people are mad that I posted it because I'm not naming names. <laughs> what did you do? You know what? For you people that want to name names, shut up. So there's a company, and I have to investigate this. So everybody just calm the hell That's down. That's why you're not naming them. Thank you That's for why doing I'm that. Not naming them because I don't have my facts straight yet. But I asked an interesting question. Here it is. An After Nine podcast listener made me aware of this situation, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. They say there's an Ontario company that has a large stockpile of N95 masks. They're not selling them to the Canadian healthcare system. Instead, they're selling them to the American healthcare system at a higher price. Is that wrong or is that just wow. smart business? Wow, that's a good question. You know, I, on the surface, the people think, well, people automatically are like, tell Doug Ford he's going to stop the gouging. They're not gouging us. I don't really know what Doug Ford can do about that. They're selling to the Americans. And I have questions before I out this company because they're a fairly sizable employer. And if everybody boycotts, which I'm sure they're going to try and do if this turns out to be legit, well, a lot of people could lose their jobs because of this. However, I have questions. This large stockpile of N95 masks that they have that are going to the states Did the states place the order first? Because I know America, in preparing for the pandemic, did put a call out everywhere to all their suppliers. We'll take whatever you got. If you've got respirators, we want them. You've got masks, we'll buy them. Did the Americans place an order with this Ontario company before Ontario placed an order with this company? Because if that's the case and they've already got an order, what do they do? Tell the Americans, uh, thanks for offering to pay 10 bucks a piece. Um, we're going to have to turn down your order and we'll take five bucks a piece and make them for Ontario. I, I'm sure there's some people who think, yeah, yeah, that's what they should do. Other people are thinking that's crazy. If they've got an offer or an order, they've got to fulfill that order. And maybe they don't take any new orders after that. And they just focus on supplying Canada. But a lot of people probably don't blame them for fulfilling an order. But I need to find out these things before I just go on the air and name names and shame a company that may technically not have done anything wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're doing that, too. We shouldn't be naming names until we know the facts. I did, you know, similarly asking about before the price gouging thing came down from Doug Ford, where they're definitely on it. You know, I mentioned a couple of things like, is this supposed to cost this much? But, you know, I was careful to not to go out of my way and say, hey, toilet paper here isn't usually $30, even though I was pretty certain it was never $30 for 18 rolls of toilet paper. Or no, it wasn't even 18 rolls, whatever it was. But you got to be careful what you say right now, for sure. Especially when you have the following that we have, right? Which is why we're careful. Um, I did get a message I wanted to read too. And by the way, missed connections are going to come after this. So uh, keep it right here. We're still doing missed connections. Uh, It says, hey, Kat, I messaged Scott a couple of times too. Uh, wanted to let you know, keep up with the good work that you guys do. You bring joy and laughter every day, and I love listening to you guys on my way to work. It's a stressful time right now, and as an essential retailer, I'm feeling it from all angles, from staff, from customers, from fellow managers. Can we please remind everybody to be kind? I was told to go fuck myself yesterday because we weren't accepting returns right now. 
This guy could not understand why it would be for our safety and it is unsafe to do so. It's people like this that are the problem right now. So please, we're doing the best we can while trying to keep ourselves safe and healthy so people can continue to shop. Again, thank you for so much, so much for brightening my days, even when they are the worst I've ever had. Oh, uh, you know what? People taking it out on people that have to work. Honestly. Like, fuck off. Honestly. Honestly. I, that's like, brutal. If I was there at the time, man, I would say something. I'm at the point now where I don't care. Without coming close to the person, I would have told them right off. Right people, off. People are so irritable yeah. and, and agitated. And you can see it because it seems like anything that gets posted is combative and people want a fight. And I don't understand why. This should be... Uh, a time to relax, to reevaluate, to focus on your house, focus on your family, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Not a time to to try and return whatever shitty thing you bought at whatever store and, and bitch that they won't take a refund. Yeah. It's been in your home. You've touched it. No, they don't want to touch it. Yes, and you could have something. I don't blame them. <laughs> it's bigger than you, dude, guy. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the safety and healthy uh, health of other people. I know people just can't, some people just can't seem to grasp it. And, and I find it interesting that there are so many of them that are just like not taking it seriously. Another, another girlfriend of mine, when I was talking with her, was saying that her parents aren't taking it very seriously and she's actually pissed off to the point where she wants to like lock them somewhere because they're not taking it seriously. They're pissed off that restaurants aren't open and they're the type of people that would probably pull down the caution tape and she's pissed off at them. Uh. So it... <laughs> Like, Come it's on. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I've got a ton of DMs here. I'm probably not going to have time to go through them. We have to make these podcasts as quickly as or as quick as possible. So we're probably going to wrap things up for today. Mm -hmm. But listen, if there's something you want us to focus on or a question you've got, we will be happy to do that. Shoot us a DM, Scott Fox on air on Instagram or cat on air, cat with a K on Instagram. And, and we'll talk about it. We'll do as many podcasts as we can, but socially distance. It's logistically a little challenging, but uh, we'll keep doing them. We'll just make them a little shorter. Okay. Anyway, we will leave you now with a popular segment. It's called Missed Connections. Mondays and Fridays around 745, we bring you the best of the web. They're called Missed Connections. Get the piano going here. Sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I thought it would need to be retuned after they brought it up the stairs, which they were not happy about, but it's here, and I've got it, and, and we can do Missed Connections, where we tell you the stories of people looking for other people. They can't find them, so they tell the story online. This one is called Hot Cougar. Man for woman. Fun fact, women don't like it when you call them cougars. <laughs> <laughs> I meant what I said after we met at Starbucks. You really are a beautiful lady. You giggled at that and told me you're in your 50s. Well, newsflash, pretty woman. I don't care. You told me your son was around my age. That's cool with me. I couldn't quite convince you to give me your number. In fact, you said you were dating someone after your marriage had failed. I've been thinking a lot lately about what you said to me. I should be pushing a stroller around, pulling wagons behind me, and those kids inside should be yours well then well um good attempt you're using some of the wrong terminology though you're in your 50s i don't care dude she's got a kid that's your age uh, maybe you might want to give that a little consideration <laughs> also she might be done with children and you need to realize that too you were a child yourself yeah to her you are you're in your 50s and i don't care 
Well, um, hey, not that it can't work. It's just she doesn't seem all that into you, dude. <laughs> she even kind of probably made up that story about being in a relationship just so you would go away because you sounded a little pushy yeah. at Starbucks. Have a boyfriend. Uh, gotta go. Sip on this venti. See ya. She threw out all of the different roadblocks and you just keep weaving in and out of them. I'm sure she was flattered, though. Sure. I mean, everybody all... wants to be wanted. Sure. I'm sure she was flattered. But, but she probably looked at you the same age as her son and said, mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Although it's happened before, Scott. Never say never. This nope. has happened before. There's hope. Yes. He's clinging on to it. This one is called We Hooked Up. We hooked up in June of last year after a few chats on Tinder. We had a good night at my place. I ordered you sushi, you said it was your favorite, and I served you gin and tonics, also a fave of yours. We talked about our lives and losses, and we had the sex. The sex. <laughs> you told me how refreshing it was to be intimate with someone of my size. How wonderfully snug I fit, and how you were hoping to do it again soon. Megan, I lost your number. Since then, I've been dying inside. You're no longer on the app that we used to connect with. You know where I live, but seems you didn't find a need to knock at my door after we lost touch. I bought a doorbell camera in the hopes I could at least see that you came by at any point, but no. Nobody but the bill collector and an old man who clearly rang the wrong bell. I'll continue to hope to see you. Maybe now there'll be a chance. Can we go back a little bit? Yeah, sure. What did she mean by, or he mean, no. What did she mean, yeah, by a man of your size, ah, snug. You know. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I've never heard someone call it snug before. Fit pretty snug. Hey, you fit quite snug. <laughs> what? Are we... Do they usually not feel snug? I, you know, there's a lot of factors that I don't play know. there, Kat. I mean, to there's a own. lot of variables. Absolutely. Everybody's different. Could I use, like, maybe a food analogy? I would love to hear you use a food analogy. How can I do this? How can I do this? Are we talking, like, hot dog or sausage? It depends. Hmm. I mean, like a regular, like, 12-pack at the grocery store, I'm not just... like a ballpark at, at Rogers Center. <laughs> what, what exactly are we talking here? I'm just curious. Is, was this pillow talk after the fact? Yeah. You know, that's that a was, weird thing to come up. That was really snug. It felt like a, <laughs> felt like a warm hug on a cold day. Like when you put on a turtleneck after a long day outside in a windstorm, you felt snug. I don't know if that's a compliment or... Sounds like something my Nana would have said. I don't know. It's, it's real snug. <laughs> How's that fit for you? Snug? Good. Usually, usually after snug, you want to lock that up. I'm, I'm surprised she just ghosted him after that. <laughs> snug is an interesting adjective. That's snug. <laughs> I don't know. Try it tonight. Hey, what else do you guys have going on with your significant other? So you give that a try. Say, say that felt snug afterwards. See what he says. You let me know.